Welcome to the Worthy Bitch Podcast, the place where we discuss all things self-worth so we can stop living life as a victim and start living life on purpose. My name is Autumn. I'm your host and the creatrix of The Worthy Bitch. I am so excited that you have made the decision to embark on your Worthy Bitch journey. Now let's dive into ourselves. Welcome back to another episode of the Worthy Bitch Podcast. I am so happy you are here today. If you don't know me, if you are new here, my name is Autumn. I am the creatrix of the Worthy Bitch. I am an Ayurveda coach, doTERRA wellness consultant, podcaster, yogi, all the good things. All right, so welcome, welcome. And if you're always here and you know me and you love me, then Welcome back, and I see you, and I love you too. All right, today I have some really delicious apple spice cinnamon tea that I just got, and it is so good, and it's all the feels for fall time, and oh, it's just so good. I wish I could share it with you right now. All right, so today we're going to talk about the gunas. In Ayurveda, there are these things that are referred to as the gunas which is the Sanskrit term for qualities. And so why is it important for us to know the qualities or the gunas of the doshas in Ayurveda? And how does that help us? So the reason that we want to understand these gunas and these qualities, the reason we want to be able to recognize them in ourselves, in our lives, in our environment, is so that we can learn how to balance ourselves. When we can see that something is too dry, then we know that it needs moisture. Or when we can see that something is too wet, then we know it needs drying. So these are the qualities that we're going to be speaking on today. We're going to go into detail about each dosha, its qualities, and how it can get out of balance. And then the things that each dosha needs, that each, the guna that each dosha needs to balance it and to keep it in balance. So... As you know, or maybe you don't, there are three gunas, vata, pitta, and kapha. Vata is air and space, pitta is fire and water, kapha is earth and water. And these are how Ayurveda categorizes different things. And so you can see how it represents or how it shows up in your life and how you can work with these things. So you're not like damned to always be feeling terrible. There are ways to fix that and that is why these things are important. Okay, so vata. We'll start with vata. Vata gunas are light, mobile, dry, cold, rough, subtle, mobile, clear, and astringent. And we can see that represented so light. Let's break these down a little bit and see how we can see these show up in our lives. So a vata, light, the quality of lightness. So vata is both light in their body. They tend to have a smaller, thinner body. They also tend to be lighter in their sleep. They have more of an airheadedness. They don't have a lot of groundedness in their qualities. 
actually they have no, like none of their gunas are grounded at all. And so they have very light sleep. Mobile, they are very quick moving and flexible. Um, dry, they have very dry skin, hair, nails, and a really dry uh, digestion as well. They tend towards the side of constipation. Um, coldness, they have a poor circulation. So there's nothing to hold on to anything and kind of push it around. It's just like light, airy, you know, vata is air and space. And so it's just, there's there's really nothing. It's just clear. If It's as if you're looking around and you're feeling the wind and stuff, but you're seeing nothing really except for the effect of the dry leaves getting blown on the ground and stuff. These are the very vata qualities. So poor circulation. That... Um, the circulation is the blood's way of pushing the heat through your body, right? All your life force energy through your body. And so if you have a poor circulation, that you're going to be cold, especially cold in your extremities and your hands and your feet and your toes, all those sort of things. Rough. So vatas tend to have more bumps on their skin. Um, they might get little little rash. It's not like acne-style rash. It's more of like an eczema-style rash of like... Um, dryness or something of that, a reaction to a food, a dryness, um, rough bumps on the skins, uh, rough cravings and calluses. So craving, rough cravings as in craving crackers, chips, those sort of things that are crunchy and dry. Vatas really love having like dry salads, like raw salads, raw veggies, stuff of that nature, and that's going to increase the imbalance of the rough quality in the vata dosha, and it's going to push vata out of balance. Um, subtle. So vatas tend to have little twitches, little muscle tremors, um, anxiety, little things of that nature, butterflies in their tummy, all of that sort of stuff because of the mobility. They're very mobile, very flexible, quick moving. They're going to continue to have a bunch of stuff moving around, which in turn coincidentally actually causes other things to stop moving because it's the wrong type of movement. It's a dry movement. It's a wind movement. In Ayurveda, they refer to um, like bloating and stuff of that nature as too much wind in the body. And so that's the type of of movement that we're discussing. We're not talking about like water movement, which is really more how the water and fire is like the blood, right? It's pushing the heat, pushing the the life force through the body. You know, something that I learned today um, is that hiccups actually get the, or hiccups, the vata dosha actually gets the hiccups more easily than the other doshas, which I thought was interesting. It makes a lot of sense. I have a lot of vata in my constitution. I'm primor primarily vata, and um, I get the hiccups all the time, and I always have since I was a child. Maybe you can relate to that, but I never knew that it was related to, related to my constitution of being a vata. I should have known, but I just never thought about it that way. I thought it was cool. All right, clear. So vatas tend to have a very open mind. They need a lot of space to think, and then they also have a lot of clear-headedness. If there's too much vata, then they will end up being like where they can't think of anything, and that happens to me a lot. Where it, like it'll just like boom, it's just gone. You know, that's like the total vata thing. You're just like, oh, I was just about to say something, and I totally forgot what it was. So what does a vata need? So how does a vata balance 
through food. So a lot of times what we want to do is to bring the balance in through food first because that is how we see the most results the quickest. It's also important to adapt your your environment to um, to to fit your dosha for balancing for your dosha as well. So a pitta, I mean a vata needs a very warming foods. They need slightly oily foods. They don't want to have a lot of dry, cold, you know, raw salads and iced smoothies and iced drinks. Actually in Ayurveda, they never suggest having any type of iced beverages. If you're going to have a smoothie or something, you know, no ice in it and vatas should never really have smoothies. It's not very good for them. Um, grounding foods. So you're not going to want to have you know, crackers and chips and stuff of that nature, you know, occasionally is fine, but primarily you're wanting to have warm, oily, creamy, groundy, grounding foods like sweet potatoes, beets, stuff of that nature. The creamy factor comes in with, so soft and creamy go together with vata, vata, they need that, that really comforting because they're so hard and light and dry and clear and stuff so they need the opposite of that if you can see it we need to bring in the opposite um salty and so sweet and salty vata needs sweet and salty more than the other flavors um they tend to be more on the astringent side which is kind of like when you bite into a celery or something like that and so they want to do the opposite. They want to bring in those kapha qualities, those sweet, grounded, smooth, you know, those type of things. Also salty. Pitta. So pitta qualities, pitta gunas are hot, sharp, light, oily, liquid, spreading, sour, bitter, pungent, and putrid. So... We see the hot quality of pitta in their body temperature. They tend to be on the hotter side. They cannot tolerate heat very well. Um, they tend to get irritated if they get hot and they get really sweaty. And then they will have their putrid guna shows up as foul smelling odors, including sweat, um, you know, their mouth, different, their feet, different things, the areas that tend to have foul odor, pittas are going to have a stronger smelling foul odor than the other doshas typically have. Um, so they also have a really strong digestion. They have the sharp. They are going to have very sharp physical features, a very sharp bone structure, um, very sharp eyes where it's like very penetrating eyes, but they're also going to have a very sharp mind. So they can, like, vatas think very quickly, but pittas have, they can recall things very quickly. They can remember everything. They just have a very, very sharp mind. They're very highly intelligent. Not to say that the others are not, but pittas are very proud of that part of them. Light, they tend to have fair skin and eyes, lighter color, and they also tend to be more sensitive to the light. Um, bright lights don't, don't do well for pittas, don't do well in bright light and um, intense heat. Oily, they tend to have oily hair, skin, and oily digestion, which pushes them towards the, um, towards the sides of loose stool or diarrhea, and this comes into the next guna, which is liquid, 
excess sweat, thirst, and urination, and then loose stools as well. So that's something to look out for. This can be fixed if you have constipation, if you have diarrhea, if you're having these, these uncomfortable things that you're feeling, you're not alone, and they can be fixed. It's not a forever thing. I used to think that it was, but it's not. Um, spreading. So they have rashes. Pitches tend to get rashes that spread um, a lot, and any type of serious like acne or anything like that is a pitta thing. It's inflammation. They have inflammation that spreads. They also have a desire to spread their name to the world. So it's not just a spreading of a rash or heat or inflammation or something like that. Um, they really want to be known. They want to be acknowledged for all of the action that they take in the world. It does a very action oriented. Um, sour. So the sour quality for pitta tends to lead to uh, sensitive teeth and it can lead to sensitive skin and so if you notice that you have a lot of teeth sensitivity sensitivity if you also have heartburn or acid reflux or something of that nature then you probably have too much pitta in your digestion and you need to um, calm that down and we'll talk about how to do that next and the sour quality also produces excess saliva as well and so bitterness, pittas tend to have a bitter quality, which leads to nausea. It also leads to a bitter personality. And so just to be aware of that pungent. So pungent is the, the flavor of like onions and garlic and ginger and that sort of thing. And so it's really just like punch in your face. Pungent gives it packs of punch. That's the way pittas are. And um, they actually, you know, I thought it was fascinating how Vatas tend to be the ones that get hiccups very easily. Pittas actually tend to vomit really easily. So I thought that was interesting. I just think it's fascinating to learn about the doshas and how they show up when they're out of balance and that it's not just something that you're going to have to deal with for the rest of your life. You can fix that because we can see how if there's too much heat or too much oil or too much bitterness or too much liquid, then there's going to be problems that relate to those ways. And then same goes for too much dry, mobile stuff of that nature. We're going to end up with really dry digestion, dry skin, anxiety, all of those types of things with Pitta, you know, they're going to have anger, irritability, um, acne, heartburn, those sorts of things. And so what does a pitta need to do to bring into balance as far as food goes? So the food gunas that pitta needs, and for anything really, but we're looking specifically at food, but you can apply these gunas to anything. So the pittas need cooling, refreshing, drying, smooth, grounding, astringent, and sweet. So they're going to need things that are going to definitely cool them off, hydrate them, but not an oily hydration of really, like cucumbers are great for, for pittas. Um, they're really cool, refreshing, and hydrating, so drying stuff. So if any dosha, Ayurveda does not recommend having any type of raw foods, but if you're going to have some sort of raw food, a pitta dosha would be the best constitution to do that. It's still not recommended, still no ice or anything like that. Um, smooth, so since pitta tends to be really sharp, they need smooth things. Um, 
grounding, astringent, and sweet. So, you know, sweet potatoes would be good for for pittas as well. That's an excellent thing for a vata pitta constitution, which is what I am. And I eat sweet potatoes all the time, beets, all of those good things, sweet foods. Naturally sweet is the best, not um, not artificially sweet. We don't want to be eating a whole bunch of added uh, sweetener chemicals and things like that. So I love dates. One of my favorite desserts to make as a vata pitta constitution is I take a date and I pit it and then I'll put cashew butter or any type of nut butter. I avoid peanut butter because it makes me break out. Um, peanuts just do that. I don't know why. It's a known thing. You can look it up. Um, so cashew butter is my favorite. You can use tahini, whatever you like. Put cashew butter, hemp seeds, coconut. You can pack it with whatever you want, really. And so sometimes I want to make a big one and I'll put one date on the bottom and one date on the top. Or you can take one date and just stuff one date. Then I put them in the freezer and let them get really hard and then melt some chocolate on a double broiler where you boil some water in a pan, put a glass bowl on the top and make sure it's not touching the water. Put the chocolate in there and you can put a little bit of coconut oil if you want or you can make your own homemade raw chocolate, however you roll. And then roll those frozen dates in that chocolate, pop them back in the freezer and I'm telling you it is like the most delicious vegan uh, Snickers bar you've ever had. It is so good. I'm going to make some today, actually. Okay, let's move on to kapha. Okay, so kapha qualities. What are the gunas of the kapha dosha? Kapas tend to be heavy, slow, cool, oily, damp, smooth, dense, soft, static, sticky, cloudy, sweet, and salty. So how do these gunas show up as how do they how do we see them in a kapha dosha? So heaviness, they tend to have a heavier body, they tend to gain weight more easily, slow, a slow metabolism, they tend to walk and talk more slowly than the other doshas as well, whereas vita Vata and pittas tend to talk a lot more quickly. Vata will try to finish your sentence before you even have a chance to think about what you're trying to say. Um, and Pitta thinks they already know what you said and they already have their answer ready. They don't, they're just thinking about what they're going to say. And Kappa really holds space for the conversation. They're really present in the moment. They really want to take their time with you. It's a beautiful thing. Cool. They have a cool body temperature, a cooler digestion, which leads to a slow digestion, um, which leads to, um, like stickiness in the digestion, digestive tract with the oiliness as well. And, um, the oiliness of the Cappadocia actually brings a well-lubricated joints, and so they don't have the popping quality how Vata does with all of the air in their joints. Damp, clammy hands and feet, and a damp um, chest, like damp lungs. They, they tend to have congestion, mucus, things of that nature. Smooth hair, skin, nails, and a smooth voice. Usually Kappas are... Whereas Vatas would have more of a rough voice, Kappas will have that really smooth, soothing voice that's good to, that, that makes you feel calm when you listen to it. My Kappa friend that's a yoga instructor, I mean, when she is teaching yoga, you it takes you to another place. Her voice is so perfect for that. Um, dense, they have dense body and stool. And soft, soft, they are loving and gentle. Static, they can be a little bit lazy and sleepy. 
sticky, they're loyal, they're a hugger. Usually your hugger friends are kappas. They love to hug and they love to hold that hug. It's a real, real chest heart-to-heart -heart hug. That's the kappa. Um, I love it. Sticky stools. Cloudy. So they have a cloudy mind. A lot of times they're unable to think clearly, especially in the morning times um, until they have their caffeine or something like that. It takes a minute to wake up that kappa mind. Sweet. They have a sweet personality. They also tend to crave sweet things and they have a high sex drive. So that is related to sweetness as well. And salty. They retain water um, and they have long standing energy and they may actually crave salty food um, more than a lot of the other doshas as well. And, you know, what I found today, how the vata gets the hiccups more easily than the other doshas. Pitta tends to vomit more easily. Well, kapha tends to reproduce more easily. And so they're their fertile friend. Um, I just thought that was so fascinating. So not only do they have a higher sex drive, but they also have higher fertility. So if you are a kapha, just be aware of that. So what does a kappa need to balance with their food or with anything in life? So kappa is going to need really warming things. They need stimulating foods like spices and um, stimulating activities, warming activities, drying foods, qualities, light, rough, fibrous. So lots of fiber is really good for kappa to help with that sticky uh, quality in the body. And so when there's, that stickiness will come from the oil, right? Because there's a lot of lubrication. Kappas are really lubricated really well in their joints, all through their body and their skin. Everything is really lubricated, but there needs to be that balance, right? So when we talk about digestion, everybody likes to talk about fiber and how fiber is like the cure-all for digestive problems well that's just not the case and you've probably heard me say this before if you've listened to something I've said but fiber is all about bulking and it's going to just help everything clump together so that way it can be rid from the body more easily but if you don't have the lubrication then it's going to get stuck in there and it's going to be painful when it's trying to get moved out also if you have too much lubrication and not enough fiber, then the opposite will be true and it'll just kind of be seeping out all kinds of crazy like and nobody wants that either. So that's where we need the good balance of the fiber and the lubrication to make sure that everything is moving nice and smoothly the way it's supposed to. Astringent is a good one for kappa. So if you don't know what astringent is, it's kind of, I explained it a little bit with like the celery. It's, it's that dryness that you get in your mouth. Maybe if you were to think about biting into like the rind of like an orange or something, you know, that like that dryness that you can feel in your teeth. Ooh, a green banana. That's an excellent example. Green bananas are great for, um, that's a really good example of an astringent food that you can almost feel that quality that it has in your mouth, that drying feel. That's astringent. And bitter and pungent. So we know bitter is that feeling on the back of your mouth. It's a bitter food. Um, bitter leafy greens a lot of times are bitter. Brussels sprouts, stuff like that. And then pungent food we said was... Um, the onions, garlic, and ginger and stuff of that nature. So yes, those are the gunas. Those are the qualities of the doshas. They not only show up in the dosha in the body and the mind, they also show up in your environment. They show up in the seasons. 
Um, the gunas are a great way for you to be able to quickly recognize something that's going on in your body and then be able to intuitively make the adjust adjustments that you need to make. So if you realize that you're having you know, foul smelling odors and stuff, then you can be like, oh, my pitta might be out of balance. So what do I need? I need cooling, drying, refreshing, those type of things to kind of, and sweet to kind of get rid of that, right? And same goes for the other ones. If you're having, say, poor circulation as a vata and you're feeling really cold all of the time, you're going to want to have some warming, um, grounding foods to make sure that you can really pump your blood through your body really nicely and then also as a kappa like so let's say you're feeling really dense and static you're going to need something that's going to be really stimulating and get you going energizing all of those good things so it's super easy and once you start to study these gunas and you can see them in everything in life and then you will start to learn how to balance your life naturally and you won't even have to think about it anymore so it's super super beautiful and I think that is all I have for today. If you have any more questions about the gunas, there is so much more to talk about with all kinds of stuff that has to do with that. That is really just kind of like a brief run through. And um, honestly, Ayurveda is such a deep subject. But you have a great day. And... <laughs> I am going to go do some other things and try and get my Vata mind out of control or back into control. Apparently it's out of control. My tea is helping, but not super really. Thank you. I hope that these gunas help you so much and that you are able to find balance in your life and reach out to me. All of my links are going to be below. I'm here for you. I'm here for you, friend. Have a great, great day and happy October. It is currently October 2020. We're surviving this nutso crazy year that we've been having and um, you're doing great. So keep it up. I love you guys. Adios. I have a question for you. Are you always searching for holistic ways to heal your ailments? I know, girl. Me too. Well, I am so excited to share something with you that has honestly changed my life forever. Like, seriously, I am never going back. Have you heard of essential oils? If you haven't, then my next question would be, have you been living under a rock? Essential oils have helped me in so many ways. I cannot even mention them all here, but I will tell you my faves. I started using essential oils because I have suffered from migraines since I was 12 and I've always hated taking migraine medication. Anyone who's taken it knows that it's almost as bad as the migraine itself. It leaves you feeling all woozy and out of touch with reality and the only thing that you want to do is sleep like for the rest of your life. Ew. Well, my mom introduced me to peppermint essential oil and I cannot even remember the last time I had to take one of those nasty little pills to hopefully ease the pain. I just put a few drops of essential oil on my head and neck and within seconds I'm feeling relief and I even put it on my tummy because it has very powerful anti-nausea effects and if you have ever had a migraine then you know how nauseous you can be from them. 
And I have to mention tea tree oil here because it's been a lifesaver for me during these COVID times. I've been diffusing it constantly to keep the air purified in my apartment. It gives me so much peace of mind because even just breathing comfortably can feel a little challenging these days. If you want to learn more about the magical powers of essential oils and how they can help you heal in your life, then scroll on down to my doTERRA link in the show notes. There you will learn all about what essential oils are, how they work, and how to use essential oils to change your life. And feel free to reach out to me on social with any questions you may have. I look forward to seeing you there. And if you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe and rate and share with a friend who needs to hear it. Also, I would love if you could leave me a review on iTunes and take a screenshot and email it over to me at theworthybitch at gmail.com. That's the worthy B period TCH at gmail.com. Link is in the show notes. And I will send you a free gift of my 30 affirmations for the doshas that will assist you in your practice to find balance. And as always, I thank you so much for taking this time today to show up for yourself and do the work. Keep living life on purpose, my worthy bitches.